today we are observing the ordinance of water baptism. And as we observe, as, as we acknowledge this uh, uh, ordinance of water baptism, it's one of two ordinances that are outlined in Scripture. The other one is the taking of Holy Communion. And we practice that or we exercise that uh, at various times through the year. And uh, so we hold very true and very dear to these two ordinances of the Bible. These are the things that Christ says, as oft as you do, or he says, or you shall do. So we're honored to be doing water baptism this morning. I want to preach to you just a few minutes before we go into the actual act of of water baptism concerning the dynamics of baptism, of water baptism so if you'll just bear with me for just a few moments and uh, just follow me in, in the Word of God as we go through. there I want to share with you this morning three reasons to be baptized. Three reasons to be baptized. The first reason that I want to share with you that water baptism is essential to us is, number one, it's in following Christ's example. You know, I'm, I'm one and there's, there's many different models of leadership that exist in the world from the business world to church leadership to sports leadership. But I'm, I'm, I'm one that is very much given to the model of lead by example. I'm not, I'm not a person that's going to ever ask any of you all to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. I'm of a per, I'm of the mindset that if I'm a pastor of the church, I'm also not too good to clean the toilet. Okay? Uh, some people have a different mindset than that, but I, you know, I don't struggle with that. I, I'm not, I, I believe in the, I believe in the example of leadership. Christ showed us that example when we go in scripture to Matthew chapter 13. In Matthew chapter 13, we read the story of As Jesus uh, was coming from Galilee, He came to the Jordan River to be baptized. But He came to be baptized by John, the Baptist. The one crying, the voice crying in the wilderness. The one that was clothed in in camel's hair and, and ate locusts and wild honey. But He said, John, John said, He tried to deter Christ and He said, I need to be baptized by you, but yet... You're coming to me. Jesus replied, let it be so now. It's proper to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. So Christ is, Christ is positioning himself to be baptized even amidst the resistance. Because John is saying, John is saying, man, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worthy to do this. You should be baptizing me. Because John fully realized who Christ was. He recognized the divinity of Christ. He, he recognized that, yes, he was man, but he, yet he was the Son of God. And as, as we go forth into that, as soon as Jesus was baptized, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment, heaven was opened up. And this is a very important moment in Scripture. Because in the Scripture, it says that the moment that heaven was opened, He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon Him. And then there was a voice that spoke from heaven. And that voice said, This is my Son, 
whom I love with and I am well pleased if you're reading the King James. Now, now here's what happens in that occurrence. This is the, this is the first manifestation in the New Testament that we see Father, Son, and Holy Spirit manifesting in the presence or in the occurrence of, in front of man and in Scripture. So what happens is Jesus, so Jesus exemplifies himself the necessity of being baptized in water. And even though John was reluctant, Jesus said, I must be baptized. And Jesus was baptized in water. He was submerged in the Jordan River. One of the cold, I've been baptized in that river myself. Let me tell you what, it's the coldest water I've ever experienced in my life. When you hear people talking about the chilly Jordan, they're not lying. But the reality of it is, it was good for Christ to be baptized. And at the moment of baptism, when he came up out of the water, he had been submerged in water when he came forth, it was the manifest presence. You had the Son being baptized. The Holy Spirit settled upon him and a voice from heaven, the fatherly voice that says, This is my beloved Son in whom I well please. So baptism is a spiritual experience. We can't, we can't deny that. We can't avoid that. The second thing, the third reason, second reason to be baptized, it's following Christ's instruction. It's following Christ's instruction. Now here, I want you to go with me to Matthew chapter 28. In Matthew chapter 28, Jesus speaking to his, his followers, his church, Telling them what to do. He said, therefore go. Therefore go. Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. I want you to notice this. Jesus didn't say go make Christians. He said, go make disciples. Disciples. Disciples are students. They're followers. They, 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 they are people that are, uh, being developed into Christ-like followers, if you would. He says, so teach them to obey everything that I've commanded you, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Meaning there, Christ if you would, he puts a seal, uh, a seal like a king seal or a permanent seal. In other words, Jesus is saying, I'm not going to alleviate from this. This is, this principle is not going to change. You're to continually be going unto all people. All nations covers every people, going to all people and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So we see that, that Christ's instruction is we're to go forth to develop people and to teach them the ways of Christ and to do so with the means of water baptism. The third thing that I want to share with you is the demonstrative public declaration of baptism. That's the third reason that we should be baptized in water. And when we think about those scriptures, I have two different places I want you to go with me. The first one is, both of them are Paul's writings, but the first one is his writing to the Galatian church. 
In Galatians chapter 3, Paul says this. He said, so in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Through the symbolism of submersion in water. And, and I know there's, there's cases where full submersion is not necessarily conducive for people, maybe that are in nursing homes or hospitals or things like that, that desire to be baptized. But, but, but if we're bodily, if we're well and bodily able, I'm still given to full submersion. I'm still given to putting all the way under. Now, some of us, some of us, uh, heard, listened to some stories. Some of you that are in this room this morning listened to some stories that some pastors were telling about baptism this past weekend out there at Minister Summit. And you heard the account of, of one guy that had a problem getting somebody under the water, you know. And, and sometimes, sometimes it may be a little bit difficult. We, we, I have personally uh, had the opportunity to baptize people in wheelchairs, to get them out in the middle of the river and get enough help and just completely lay that wheelchair back and bring them back up in baptism. And as weird as it may sound and as crazy as it may sound, and it may sound a little bit far and a little bit extreme, it was a great blessing to be able to do that. And the people in the wheelchairs were every time, they were greatly blessed. You see, because that full submersion is symbolic of, of is symbolic, if you would, of a watery grave. It's symbolic of uh, of the old man being put away and, and the new man come forth. And even though Christ has not, uh, you know, when we begin to think about Jesus being baptized, Christ has not yet been crucified. And He's not yet experienced the experience of resurrection out of the tomb. But yet, it is symbolic of the dying away of the old and the coming to life of the new. Paul also wrote to the church at Rome. He says, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? He said, we were therefore buried with Him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So, it's the public demonstrative testimony that I have made a decision. I have made a decision to die to Christ, to, to die to Christ. I'm dying out to Christ and, and, and it's less about me. It's less about the world. It's, I've died to the world that I'm living in, but I'm alive unto Jesus Christ in baptism. And let me tell you something. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. We're getting the the next big event on our calendar is probably Palm Sunday, but 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 beyond that, we find the next weekend to be Easter. 
And as, and as we come towards Easter, and, and, you know, we, Sarah said this morning, she said, you know, we haven't had a bad winter. She said, but I'm ready for it to be over. She's ready to see trees blooming. We saw a, a, a peach tree in bloom in Pigeon Forge, uh, you know, and, uh, and it, as beautiful as it was, I knew it wasn't the right time. It's not quite early enough yet. And even this morning as we came through Bluefield, I saw some trees that have little buds beginning to pop out on them. And it's not necessarily the right time for everything to come out yet. We know that weather-wise. We're still, we might get some cold weather. We might get some of that uh, unmentionable white stuff yet. Uh, and if we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. That's everything will be fine. Everything will be good. But the reality of it is, all of us in this room probably have some kind of anticipation of spring when everything comes back to life. And listen. When we're buried in Christ, we're not just buried, but we're brought back to life. Not just life, but in the fullness of life. Life everlasting. We're brought back together in the fullness of God. So, three reasons to be baptized. Following Christ's example. Following Christ's instruction. And a demonstrative public declaration that I have decided to follow Jesus. Now, the candidates that are being baptized, I don't ask you if you'll, Sister Sarah's going to go back to the, to the back doors, and she's going to bring you around down through the hallway to prepare yourself for water baptism and... Uh...